Hello, everyone, and welcome to Thrifters Villa, a podcast for resellers and entrepreneurs. I'm Daniela. And I'm Lori. And today we're keeping things casual and going off script. Our favorite. <laughs> Sometimes it's nice to just let the conversation happen and see where it goes. And knowing both of us, it could literally go anywhere. <laughs> With that being said, especially after the week we had. Oh my God, yeah. And with that being said, we will see you at the table. Yes. There's there's no script this week. Like, there is, it doesn't need to exist. This miracle we're here. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You're all lucky that we're recording this week. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess we'll do a brief little recap without going into too much detail what's been going on in our lives, but uh, I'll go first. So the first thing that I didn't talk about last week, but I feel okay to at least briefly touch upon mm-hmm. some major things that have changed in my life. Um, uh, my roles at work have changed and we're just going to keep it at that. And it has been... Um, a process to kind of take it all in and learn what these new responsibilities are going to be and working in a new area within my department and stuff. So my work life was turned upside down the last two weeks, which of course turns everything else upside down because that's just how that works, right? One big change changes everything. Uh, So I've had to do some adjusting to say the least uh, but it was overall a good week. How uh, was it by the end of the week? Like I know going yeah. in with not knowing what to expect, but like by the end of the week, how was it? It it was okay. It was all right. Um, you know, starting a new relationship with the new supervisor is always tricky because you don't really know um, how to necessarily interact, even though you interacted on a different level before. So my, my now supervisors, um, I've always interacted with them mm-hmm. just in a different role. You know, sure. now at this point where I am right now, I, they are my direct supervisor now. And um, so I kind of, you know, you always want to tread a little lightly because you don't really know what you can say, what you can't say. And, you know, you just want to make Feel sure you know your boundaries, right? Yeah. And, uh, you know, by Friday, we we had a meeting. I set up a meeting and said, listen, I just kind of want to sit down with both of you and, and kind of talk things out and, and understand like where this all fits. And uh, we had a really good, you know, good meeting and it ended on a really positive note. And then, you know, to get a text message on a Friday at like 5 p.m. from a supervisor saying, you know, this is going to be really great. We're going to be a really great team, you know, and having that kind of positive um, feedback is obviously nice when you're first starting that first week. So, yeah, it ended okay. I, I think it's going to be a lot of adjusting for for both myself and, and the two supervisors that I am um, dealing with. So... Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was one thing. And then um, today, um, unfortunately, my eldest kitty passed away. So uh, today's been tough. So, you know, I, I want to record, obviously, because I need some kind of normalcy in, in my life um, just to kind of get my mind off of it. But my little Mia Beans passed away this morning at home. It was very unexpected. She was only 14 years old. Um, but... That is yeah. young. I mean, relatively for a young. cat, it is young. So Mia was like your your cat from home. She lived with yeah. Mom. So my my Mia, I got when I was twenty, like three days before my birthday, when when I turned twenty. So January fifth is when I grabbed her from the animal shelter. Grabbed her. I adopted her <laughs> from the animal shelter, and um, 
yeah, she was like my first fur baby that I adopted on my own that I surprised my parents with. That's a fun story. I literally went, picked her up and said, hey, we have a new cat. And uh, we already had another cat. And they were like, what do you mean? We have a new cat. Hey, look, here's a kitten. And she was only six weeks old. (laughs) And uh, yeah, so she came home and my dad was extremely attached to Mia. They were like, they were inseparable. They were best buddies, my dad and Mia. So when my dad was really sick, Mia was always like on his bed, on his hospital bed, like always laying next to him, Um, you know? So she was very close with him and uh, you know, they're together again. That's the way I like to think about it. Yeah, I know. Losing a fur babies, it's never easy. No. They're part of your family. Yeah. You know, it's the same thing as, you know, some people maybe don't feel the same way, but for me, losing a fur baby. For anybody who has good. animals, they understand. I think if you don't have an animal, I think it's hard to understand, but. Yeah, I agree. But I still have my two here, but, you know, I'm missing my, my eldest babe. Mm. But we are going to, you know, my mom and I had discussion and she does want another cat, but, um, you know, in time, I don't know how soon, I don't know, you know, maybe we'll wait a couple of weeks, maybe we'll wait three months. I don't know, but they want, they definitely want a kitten. Mm. Yeah. Well, when the time is right, you'll know. Yeah. And then Less than my week. Yeah. <laughs> Lori's week hasn't been that much better. No, no, it's been a tough week here. Um, Jay actually just texted and said he was going to be late because he found a comic book store on the way. He's been collecting comic books. It's actually been really- My husband collects them too. Does he really? Yeah, he does. He's just getting into them and he's like, I don't know how I missed this my whole life. Like the whole culture of it and, um, you know, when things are released and the various- There's a lot of really great collectible comics too. Like there's- some amazing ones out there. So he's been having fun with that. So um, I haven't, I mean, I've shared that I lost my friend um, on social media, but I didn't like get into any details about it. But um, a week ago today, one of my closest friends at home from dance, she's, she's like one of my dance moms who, if you're a dance mom, you know, like you spend more time with your dance family than your real family. And her daughter and Angelina danced together for 13 years. And her son's also a dancer who also danced with Angelina. So very close. Um, And she was in a motorcycle accident last Saturday and she didn't make it. So it's been a crazy week. And Angelina came home for the services um, and Annie was only 50 years old. She was featured in one of my YouTube videos, which I'm so grateful. I, I mean, I can't even believe that she was in one of my videos, but she recently got into reselling. And it's so funny because her boyfriend who was driving the motorcycle and did survive. And um, he's in so much pain right now in, on so many levels. But anyway, um, he works full-time at the main Goodwill outlet. Oh, his friends with our friend Mira. Oh, so crazy. It's like such a small world. <laughs> yeah. So when my friend Annie told me that her boyfriend, you know, does all of his picking at the main bins, I'm like, well, then he definitely knows my friend Mira. Absolutely. And, um, and he did. And they have like a fun relationship where they raz each other because he's super conservative and Mira's liberal and they kind yeah. of go back and Extremely forth. And- liberal. And they have a good relationship. So Annie had just recently gotten into reselling. So she had called me a couple of times and wanted to shadow me. And I said, well, let's go to the bin. So she went to the Goodwill. We met at the Goodwill outlet in New Hampshire. It was kind of a one of one of the many days that I like struggle getting there on time and getting in. But she's in one of my videos, which is so nice. Oh, that's my mom decline. Sorry, Meme. I'll call uh-huh. you back. We will call you right back. <laughs> um, 
So yeah, so we we had Annie's services this week, and then Jay, Angie had taken a train home from Pennsylvania. Anthony drove her to a train station, and then she took the train to South Station in Boston, and I picked her up so she could be here for services. Um, but then Jay didn't want her. The only train out was a train that got her in the middle of Pennsylvania at night, and Anthony had a formal, so she'd never ride back to school. So Jay's like, that's it. I'm driving her all the way back to Pennsylvania. You know, because daddy's like, girl, daddy daddy's girl can't figure out a train from, you know, yeah. wherever back to state college. So Jay left yesterday after the funeral, drove Angelina all the way back to Pennsylvania, took Anthony out to breakfast this morning, and now he's on his way back. So, yeah. So yesterday was um, her burial and it's, yeah, it's been a, a crazy week. It's been crazy. But today was the first day I felt like just ready to move forward. You know, it was a long week, but, um, but anyways, yeah. So here we are, Daniela. We are, but we have, I mean, we have a friend coming to visit you this week. So that's exciting. Let's end on a positive note here. Yeah. Which has been such a light. Yeah. My friend hope from racks to riches resale, who's been on our podcast is flying out tomorrow. And we have just a week of thrifting planned and and like just what the doctor ordered is just what I need yeah. right now. So I'm really looking forward to it. And um, yeah, that's good. I, I don't know what we're doing for content. I think we're going to go live maybe one night. I don't know on nice. whose channel or what, and I'm sure we'll record something for a future date, but yeah, you know how it goes. We have like all these grand plans and we'll probably like, you know, be toast by the time we get home from thrifting and sit on my couch and order food. And just and veg out, right? And just enjoy company of a good friend, you know? This- yeah, so I'm excited for that. So that's all good stuff. But yeah, this was definitely a tricky work week. And I did a post on Instagram that I just said, you know, it's been slow for sales, but the fact that I made any sales this week was like a gift because my head was just in the clouds and, um, I couldn't do my clubhouse room on Friday because that was the funeral. And it just like, everybody just stepped up around me and has been, people are just wonderful. And, uh, yeah, like I was just grateful for any sale I made this week because I think I might've listed six items all week and shared my closet maybe once a day, you know, like, I, my head was just out of it. So it was a time that I felt really grateful that I have a job that does have some flexibility and that I could just kind of tune out when I needed to. Yeah. I but mean, that's now, the beauty of it, right? It is. I you mean, you know, that, when you need the break and we talked about this last week too, and it's okay when those breaks have to happen and you just roll with it, right? Roll with the punches and you move forward. I didn't list a single item last week, so I have not listed anything. I did make some sales. However, I don't know how I made them, but I made some sales. So that's great. And, um, you know, I did go thrifting the last two days because I mentally needed it. I went yesterday after work and then I went today because I needed to do something that made me happy. (laughs) And uh, thrifting was one of them. And I I decided tonight when we're done, you know, recording, I am going to photograph and I'll list a few things and, you know, I'll kind of slowly get back into some type of rhythm. But the last two weeks, I haven't been in any rhythm. And, uh, priorities shift and change and that's life right just like it would be in you know takeaway reselling just like in everyday life your priorities have to change constantly depending what's Mm -hmm. happening so Mm -hmm. same thing happens in a business so that's what we're doing we're gonna shift things around hustling hard after hope leaves because (laughs) i'm probably not going to be too productive while she's here and then you deserve that fun time you know 
but I did manage to get my inventory in order and I shot a video today. I don't know when it's going to go up probably tomorrow if I can get it edited before I have to go get hope. But, um, that was huge. And that was like an enormous goal that of course, basically it was like the 11th hour before I got it done and it's still not done, but I mean, the videos the majority, of it is the majority of it. And yeah, when I looked at my footage from my original, like I did a before video, like just mm -hmm. two and a half minutes, like scanned my studio. And it, I was like, wow, wow. You have made some progress, Lori. It made me feel good. Cause it was like February 7th, I think that I filmed my office studio area. And then it was well, just, that was like right after you had COVID, right? Yeah, maybe yeah. that that's it too. But yeah, yeah. So it was it was a big transformation. I hadn't looked at the footage until I like pulled it up to include in my video for you know tomorrow. So, anyways, yeah, that was in in hopes arrival was like my deadline. Like clear your rack because you know you're going to be thrifting a lot. Like yeah. get stuff inventoried. So that's good for me. I really need a good deadline to put the fire under my butt to like get things done. But it it does help me because I'm not like naturally like that. I get that. Yeah. I can naturally be like that, but I also have a side of me that's kind of like, mm, whenever it gets done, it gets done. I'm a little bit of both. Like, yes, I like to hit deadlines, but also I don't care to hit deadlines sometimes. And maybe it's because reselling isn't my full-time gig because that's probably what it is. Um, mm -hmm. Because anything that has to do with work, I make sure that I, like my full-time job, I make sure that yeah, I hit deadlines. So I'm sure that plays a part in it too, where I know that, you know, if I don't make x amount of dollars this week i'll be fine i just gotta watch what i spend and not thrift kind of thing you know and hold on to my balance a little bit more than i normally would i do have a question for you Lori. are you releasing another boston collection is that happening oh. this quarter or no because you talked about it i know um that unfortunately has been one of those things that just keeps getting put on the back burner and um I had originally said, well, I, I wanted to do it quarterly. And now, I mean, as of April, this has been six months since my first release was in October. Yeah. Um, and then Angie was home and my old intern, Lindsay was here with Angie and they were talking about like doing a photo shoot in Boston. So Angie's going to be home in May. So I'm like, uh, I think I'll just wait until May because, you know, now I have, I have hope who's going to be here. Nothing's going to get done this week. I, I have a few things put aside for it, but I also think I wanted to mix it up a little bit. And while I will release it on my website, I wanted to do it in conjunction with an Instagram live. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Like show the item and have somebody like working my computer where it goes live on my website as I do it, which will definitely take some coordination. I don't know if it can really be done, but I know a lot of the lives that I've watched recently, um, you know, you Venmo people and it, and that seems to work really great, but I thought, wouldn't that be kind of cool if I did my Boston collection and launched it in conjunction with an Instagram live and then made- You could totally do that. You could draft all the items beforehand, have Caitlin draft them all on Shopify. And then as you're going through them, it's just a click of a button then. Just live, 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 make it live. And to be also in, in another layer of that is I'm waiting for Vendu to link to Shopify. And so I've kind of been dragging my feet on it. 
um, because, you know, they just rolled out Facebook marketplace and I'm pretty certain that Shopify is in the works, Oh, I'm sure. but I have no idea when, you know, so I don't want to wait too long because, you know, it could be next October before I know it, but that is like, Oh, the day that that happens and I can just do it across the board. It's going to be, that would so, be nice. So nice. So yeah, so it is coming. It is going to be the seaport. <laughs> That's my next neighborhood is seaport district. Um, and I'm going to focus on like blues and like summer vibes because my, my back bay collection was like rust and um, gold and like all those fall colors in October. And so this, um, I'm going to shift gears a little bit, but yeah, that's been be perfect for May. Think about it. New England summers. I mean, you're going to find a lot of stuff in the thrift store soon, if not already that are going to hit the mark for that kind of stuff. So I think it'll be fun. I think it'll be fun. And that's just like such a creative outlet for me that um, I also tend to be a little bit more. um, Sometimes the creative process makes me stall because I want it to look a certain way and I want to have certain items to showcase and I want my website to look a certain way. So it is definitely time consuming. And because it's time consuming, it gets (laughs) backburnered. Yeah, (laughs) I get that. What I've learned, one thing I've learned is I need to stop promising anything. Like, because I mentioned my inventory system and then it was like six months before it came out. And then I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do this quarterly. Like, I think from now on, I just need to say, I hope this is back sometime soon. Thank you for watching. Yeah. Thank you for watching. I'll do it again. (laughs) Yeah. Because I've just learned like the second I give myself a deadline, I just like the anxiety kicks in, but it also keeps me accountable. So. Yeah. I mean, you could always say it in a YouTube video without actually getting a deadline, but then you yourself have the deadline of like, all right, Lori, on this date, you need to make sure you release this. Exactly. That way the expectation isn't out there to everyone, but only to yourself. Right. And I mean, to like, to circle back to what we were saying about, um, sometimes you're motivated or whatever. And you were saying like with your full-time job, you stay on top of things. Like for me, it's like, I need to get out two YouTube videos a week. I'm very consistent with that. Mm -hmm. I need to, and typically my listing and my shipping, I'm on top of all those things that have to be done, but then the extra stuff, like my inventory system or my my Boston collection or like the, or thrift across new England. That's another thing that had to get back burnered for COVID. So like those fun, like creative things are always the thing that get back burnered because the, I have stuff that has to get done. I know that's just life. Yeah. Got that right. (laughs) Life in general. Have you had any good thrifted finds? We're consistent with the podcast. The only thing we're consistent with. We're very consistent with the podcast. Only I, because we can use it as a therapy session when we need that's to. That's the only reason why we're consistent with it. <laughs> well, then I get to see Lori's face once a week, which is always great. Yes. Good to have girl time um, mm-hmm. and just chat, you know, with people that, or with a person, I should say, that has the same brain as me, you know, and we we, we think about things the same way and we're very similar in nature and it's very nice to have someone like that that you can talk to. Um, uh, what was I going to say? I don't remember. Oh, I was going to talk about thrifted finds this week. I wanted to tell, I wanted to tell you, I did not text you last night, but I found my first um, spell dress in the thrift store last night. Really? Mm-hmm. All by itself. It. it was nothing else. I searched that entire store for something else. Uh, Which means maybe it was out earlier in the day because I went after 4.30, but I found my first spell dress. That is super exciting. And it's a 
older style that I guess is really limited and people want it. I asked yeah. um, our friend Amanda from North Coast Style. Yeah. Uh, so if you don't follow Amanda, she's North Coast Style. Amazing Lululemon advice, Rothy's advice, just a little bit of everything. She's very mm-hmm. knowledgeable. Um, and I showed her it because I was like, I know nothing about this. Like, what can you tell me about this Bell and the Gypsy dress? And she said, oh my God, that's the Lovebird dress. You need to price it like $400. Get out. Yes. (laughs) And then I looked at the listings and I was like, oh my God. Like some are listed like 150, 160, all the way up to $2,000. No way. Yes. And I'm like, all right. (laughs) Oh my gosh. That's like, I haven't had a find like that in a long time. So I was very excited about that. I was like, oh, I haven't had like a jackpot one, like in a long time either. Yeah. So it was nice to, I mean, I had that one day when I went thrifting and I found the Chanel shoes and all that kind of stuff, which is great. But like to find one piece that can make you that much money, like, you know, that, that's a dream right there. Oh, so, I love it. Was it, it at Savers or do you not like you don't know to share? No, I can, I, I can share it. Savers. Yeah. Yeah. yeah wow. It was at Savers and it was only priced at $11.99, which typically would have been a no for me, but for Spell the Gypsy, $11.99, sure. Oh my god. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Which makes me think that there must have been other stuff that was out during the day. I was working, so you know, what am I gonna do? Um, but I did go back today and I didn't really find anything. Um, mm-hmm. but I also went at like two, which is mm-hmm. a little late on a Saturday. Um, uh, I found a couple of things. I found a cover-up. We can just kind of segue us into our next conversation. I found a um a swimsuit cover-up called Oh, shoot. What's it called? Hold on. I saved it on my phone. Because I was like, I have never heard of this. Sea Folly? Oh, yeah. I know that brand. It's a good brand. Yeah, I had never heard of it. I, I, I grabbed it because the tag looked interesting. It had like a metallic silver writing on it. And the material itself felt really nice. And I was like, oh, okay, let's look it up. It sold on Revolve. Um, oh, that I think that will do well. I had a Sea Folly. Um, I picked it up at, oh, God, like... August of 2018 bikini bottom from TJ Maxx. Mm-hmm. Um, and it sat forever because it was a bottom, but like very different than a metallic, a cover. beautiful yeah. cover up. You know what I mean? But that brand in general is very expensive. Yeah. So I had never heard of it, but this can segue into our conversation about swimwear and summer clothing. I'm not a huge fan of summer clothing for myself. Mm-hmm. So I don't necessarily like to pick it up in the thrift store. I force myself to look in these areas. But like, if I'm looking at swimwear, swimwear, I'm really only looking at cover-ups because that's what I feel comfortable selling. I don't necessarily feel comfortable selling um, bathing suits that are used. That's just me. I, I mean, it has nothing to do. I mean, if it was for myself, I'd probably buy it. But for me to sell it, I just feel a little awkward, even if I'm washing it. I don't know. That's just my feelings on it. I sell a lot of used ones. Um, yeah, I haven't, I never, I mean, cause I always wash it and I just, you know, yeah. you look I don't for know, it's just a mental you thing. look for to make sure that it's okay to sell, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, but no, I, I see where you're, th- I feel that way about like body suits. Like when people sell yeah. body suits. Yeah. Body suits is another one where it's like, eh, do I sell? Because body suits, I feel like are even a little bit more invasive. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Sometimes yeah, they're like body suits yeah. and I'm like, really? Am I going to resell that? I don't know. Or a bathing suit. I don't know. I don't, I don't have a problem. I just have an abundance of 
swimsuits. I have a huge Ikea bag of just swimsuits that I had launched on my website when I first started. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. And then I'm like, I'm just going to sell a bunch of separates, like inexpensive. And then they didn't move and I pulled them all. And now I have all these separates that I have photographs of, and I'm going to have, um, Caitlin and myself just go through the Ikea bag one day and do some stuff as separate, some stuff as lots and yeah. just move it. But I, I have been like throwing swimsuits into an Ikea bag for some time. So that that's another project. I mean, what about eBay? Did you try eBay with them or no? Not really. I'm honestly like so many of them I picked up at the bins and that's why I grabbed them because it was like a bikini bottom Victoria's secret and grabbed it or whatever. Yeah. Um, as far as swimsuits go, uh, and I was just talking to my friend, uh, to Courtney about it. And she was talking about somebody else who I think she was talking about Jenemy talking about miracle suits. And I was saying how I love, I, I love to sell miracle suits as well. And I'll pick up miracle suits like at TJ Maxx mm-hmm. for like whatever, $19.99 or $29.99. And they, they usually flip for a good price for me. And when I find them out at the thrift store, even pre-owned, I like to buy miracle suits. One thing that I have done with regards to um, pre-owned swimsuits is I've really moved away to separates, moved away from separates. Yeah. So I used to pick up, well, I feel like five years ago, like when Angelina was like- Mix and match separates. That was a, that was a big thing. That was a big thing. And like, they didn't even want something that matched. Mm-hmm. So I, it was kind of on the heels of that when I started in 2018. And then I was like grabbing a bunch of separates all the time. And now, I mean, I think people still do it, but it's not like the thing anymore. So now I have all these separates, like I might end up donating some of them. So when I do make a purchase, um, it has to be together in order for me to buy it pre-owned. Yeah, I I definitely noticed that too. There weren't a lot of um, sets in the the few racks they've started to put out with savers. There was maybe four four small little racks. So So half of a big rack, right, was the... Um, swimsuits at my savers and a lot of it was separates that were just mix and match there was maybe honestly four or five that were together Um, but there were a lot of one pieces and I feel like maybe it's just my personal preference a lot of people lean towards one pieces because because the one pieces are made differently now they're kind of they're a little sexier like they have cutouts you know one pieces seem to be an area that maybe I'll dabble in a little bit if I feel Mm -hmm. brave and want to kind of venture into swimwear. So I don't know, we'll see. Shorts are another one too. Like I'll pick them up, but it's not a big money maker. Not that everything has to be a big money maker, but um, it's just not something that I enjoy grabbing. Doesn't excite you. Yeah, I just did a video on a, like a spring haul where I was really trying to focus on spring. I mean, the bonus to shorts, um, like at one of the places that I shop all the time, I mean, Savers can price shorts at five ninety nine, dollars 99 Really expensive. <laughs> But one place that I shop a lot, they they charge $3.99 for their shorts. And they're so easy to photograph. They are. And, and they're store. so easy to store. So, and I've actually been selling, I've, they've been picking up for me. Um, you know, I'm always looking for like Levi's cutoffs, um, high rise, or just like, you know, there are so many shorts out there <laughs> that I feel like, if I go to the thrift store and I look through a rack, there's probably only like one, maybe two that's even worthy of taking home. So if it's decent, I will take it home just because it's so easy to photograph. Yeah. 
I sold, I, I did pick up shorts the last few weeks, the last few times I've been to the thrift store. So within the last month, the three times I've gone to a thrift store, I have picked up shorts. And I did sell a pair of free people shorts that had patchwork on them, which I thought were unique. And clearly someone else did too. And they paid $35 for them, which is crazy to me. Right. But hey, it was great. Um, I mean, I just have to get comfortable with being uncomfortable picking up things that I just, I generally don't buy for myself. And I kind of have to just do it, right? Because I sell clothes. And I'm not saying that I would pick up a ton, but just sprinkle them in here and there. So I get more comfortable with like venturing into these different areas. Um, Because I'm definitely a creature of habit when I'm in the thrift store. I know what you're saying though, because like I don't wear shorts myself. Um, Biker short is different. Biker shorts are different because it's like spandex. Yeah, yeah. Um, And sometimes I wear like a Bermuda, but like I have this one Veracruz vein that just like reared its ugly head. When I had Rocco, I always had this like little like vein. We are really digressing here, but it never was raised or anything. And like in my inner thigh and then 30 years old and I had Rocco and all of a sudden it was like, bam. So it looks like a bruise. If it weren't for that, I would wear shorts hundred percent. Like my legs, I actually don't hate my legs, but I, I hate that. So um, it's the only, like it's, I don't have veins throughout my legs. I just have that one and um, it bothers me. So for that reason, I don't wear a lot of shorts. I'm just not comfortable in shorts because I, I have big thighs and always have. I was a dancer and I power lifted. So my thighs are huge. Like there's just no way I have very strong thighs. It's a good thing. It's not a bad thing. I don't hate my thighs, but it's very uncomfortable to wear shorts unless they're Bermuda or they're a little longer or baggy or like jean shorts just don't really do it for me. They're mm-hmm. very uncomfortable for me, but like a nice Bermuda or like I have these cute anthropology shorts. I just bought from a fellow reseller friend who is local as well. Um, and they have like these lemon florally kind of designs on them, but they're very loose fitting and like, they're just a nice, like maybe more like lagging. Yeah. Like just, yeah. I think for me, I am helped by the fact that I have a 19 year old daughter. So like, I think in terms of what I would wear and nine times out of 10, it's nothing that Angelina would wear. And then like, you know, what she's looking for is completely different. She wants bikinis. She wants shorts. She wants crop tops. She loves summer wear, you know, and as I think a lot of Younger. Yes. Yeah. I mean, and, but, but to, to your point about cover-ups, um, I did a Q and a recently and somebody said, what are you sourcing for summer? And really like caftans and cover-ups are like my sweater equivalent for spring and summer. Yeah. I like when it, and it's maybe it's new England thing. When we know the thrift store is flipping from summer to fall and winter, like we get excited here. It's like coats. Oh, excited. It's like the best thing, you know, sweaters. And then they start to slowly fizzle them out and it's all summer stuff. And it's like, not as excited to go into the thrift store and look at all that stuff. Although I do like looking at the sandals because you can find some really great sandals um, or like platform type things. I went, I went thrifting today and I went to this little, um, uh, it's like a church thrift that's only open two days a week and I never catch it. And I caught some, I, I got some cute things. I mean, nothing great, yeah. but nothing bad. Um, I did find a pair. They were um, Levi's 560s. They looked like wedgies. And then when I looked them up, they were listed for like 65, 85, oh. 115. But they people were marking them in the women's department, but they said vintage men's Levi's 560. Oh. So I don't, I mean, I didn't research them because they're still in my car, but they're like super high-waisted. They're kind of tapered. And um, these particular ones were like a black, so they probably won't go for as much as the blue denim, but um, 
I don't know. I saw quite a few younger, um, younger girls in the thrift store today with like the faded black denim high rise mom jeans on. There was actually quite a few of them. That's exactly what these look like. And they look like to be like a size 12 or 14, which is great. So, and they were $5 and half off. So I paid two fifty. And then I was like searching through the store and I had already, it's so funny. Like I always try to walk in one direction. And then when I scan the store a second time, I walk the opposite direction because my eye just goes to different things. And I found a beautiful, like new pair of navy blue leather espadrilles by um, Tori Birch for Ooh, five bucks. That? Yeah. So sandals, like to what you, to what you were saying. And I was like, sandals oh are gosh. fun to pick up and they sell sandals sell really well. Yeah. There's, people like to buy new sandals, just like people like to buy new boots, right? Every time the season changes. I love buying sandals. The only shoe that I stray away from is heels because heels are a tough sell. Yeah, they are. And I feel like I have enough heels and I've been, I slowly sell them. Like, it's not like I don't sell yeah, heels. But they're just slower. It's but, and I don't, they don't excite me because no. I don't, I mean, I don't unless really. they're like a smoking hot pair of heels, but like yeah. you're traditional, like, I don't know. I don't get excited about most heels. This is um, insane. Can you, can you see how much that's listed for? Are those the 560s? 275? No, that's insane. Oh, this is an orange tab. Are yours orange tab? I don't think so. Mm. That's why those are 275. Yeah. yeah, these are. But I wonder if they make the 560 anymore or. Like they, oh, I don't know. So they're on Etsy. We're going to do some research, friends. Yeah, let's they're do on some Etsy research. for 80, 95, 45, 59, 50, 33. 185. That must be an orange tab one. So for those who don't know, I'm not a Levi's expert by any means, but the orange tab Levi's is the like elite of the Levi's. Those are vintage. Um, sometimes they, I believe they say made in Italy. I've only found an orange tab once and they said made in Italy in them and they did, did sell for a hundred dollars for me. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, they're definitely like collectors of Levi's that's what they look for the orange tab but obviously these 560s they're in 1980s that's when they're from they're from the 80s 1980s yeah so I'll probably list them in the women's department I mean literally when I it was um so this place only takes cash and I had 22 dollars <laughs> I had 22 dollars and the sweet woman was ringing everything in and like the yellow tags were half off and the orange were half off so I, I kept saying what am I up to what's my subtotal it was like just this small shop She's like, you're at $17. And I was like, oh my gosh, I have $5 left. And that's when I went back um, and found the Levi's. And then I got a pair of like Calvin Klein, like wide leg drawstring, um, tan, almost lag and look linen blend, cute in a size 14 um, pants. Good and they were both- is Lori. Yeah. So they were both half off. So I was so pumped, but I didn't even like really look at the, the Levi's. I thought they were wedgie jeans and I was psyched, which either one would have been good. But yeah, so that was, that's new. But then I was very excited about the Tory Burch. Yeah, I would be too. Tory Burch shoes are always a good pickup in my book. Even if they're beat up, they're a good pickup. People buy them. They have a following even when they're. Yeah. I mean, oh, for sure. I mean, it's, it's a, it's a good brand. It's like that kind of, I don't know. I, f- I feel like Tori does better than like Kate Spade for me. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. Kate Spade had its time. And unfortunately, it just doesn't sell. For me, it doesn't sell well anymore. I know some other people might disagree and say their handbags still sell. I can move a handbag here and there, but their clothes do not. Uh, 
Kate Spade clothes do not move for me. I end up sending them to the real real because I just can't move it no matter how cute it is. Yeah, and Tori Burch clothes move pretty slowly too, but handbags and shoes I still think are strong for me. You know what I bought that was totally different today? I went to a yard sale and um, I got, I was very proud of myself for branching out. I picked up a, it was missing one book. It was, um, I got the hardcover Harry Potter series. Oh, nice. There was one through seven, but then book two was a paperback, but then they had an extra book six in a hardcover. And then like a couple like cute little books, Harry Potter, um, and they were a dollar each. And I went home and those Harry Potter sets are selling for like 60 to $80. Oh, I'm sure because they have a heavy following. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's like a star Wars. I mean, there's, there's always Harry Potter people, but um, I have that series. Like I bought that hardcover series when Anthony was little. And as the books came out, he was too little to enjoy them. But like, we read the first book aloud to him when he was a little, little, little boy. I mean, he was probably doesn't even, we were basically reading it out loud to ourselves because he was too little to understand. I want to say it came out when I was in middle school. Maybe. What year would that have been? Anthony was born in 99. I think he was like two or three and we were reading him Harry Potter. I, my first, I was a freshman in high school in 2001. So like, yeah. So he would have been two in 2001. Yeah. So he didn't know what you were reading. That's what I'm saying. Like we were basically reading it to each other. (laughs) Um, But so I was excited about that and I'm going to look into maybe listing it on Amazon. I don't know. Oh, okay. So I could, but I was looking up comps on eBay um, and I think I have that second book. Um, it's not Chamber of Secrets, right? That's the first. I don't know. I um, something Stone. No, I think Sorcerer's Stone is first and Chamber of Secrets might be second. But but anyways, Harry Potter people are probably like yeah, screaming, like, what are you two screaming at their laptop because I'm probably butchering that. But anyways, I hope those sell well. Um, it was rainy today, so I was hoping for more. Um, yeah yard sales the weather hasn't been great the last um last couple of days well thursday was okay i'm trying to look up to see what the harry potter and the sorcerer's stone looks like he has the first one then harry potter and the chamber of secrets harry potter and the prisoner of azkaban I don't read Harry Potter, so I don't oh know. Oh my gosh, he's so good. Yeah, so it was The Chamber of Secrets is book two. So I may have a duplicate of that here at my house so I could make the set complete was the point yeah. to that. Make some money. <laughs> um, yeah. I did buy one swimsuit top because it was Athleta. Oh, good. Was that oh, a re- as a separate, you mean? Yeah, as a separate. Like, I only have the top. I don't have the bottom. Yeah, that could work. Well, that was the only one I felt safe, like, venturing into those athlete I was like well athlete has a following right I think they have a swimwear following maybe oh, for, yeah um you know what's nice about athlete I don't know if this particular bathing suit but they they usually go by bra size yes this is a 34 d double d I think is Perfect. what it said yeah yeah exactly so I I think that's really nice especially for people who can't try something on mm-hmm. they can buy their size when it comes to athlete so that's that's a bonus yeah so I did venture I did you know I picked up I'm proud of you yeah, I did do that. Um, you know, the other thing that I want to talk about, because here in Rhode Island, and I'm, I don't know about a mess, but proms and graduations are a go. Are they the same in Massachusetts? Um, inconsistent. So um, we were just talking because 
I mean, not to like bring the conversation so sad, but um, my friend who just passed away, her daughter is a senior in high school. So her prom is May 7th and then um, Mother's Day is May 9th. So we're just all of us dance moms are trying to come up with a plan. Like we want to be there for her, for her prom. Yeah. She, and she's only one town over from us, but there's no plan for our district to have a prom. Oh, so I think it's district to district. I haven't heard Rocco's a junior. This would be his year. Cause we don't do yeah. a senior prom, but last year's seniors didn't get a prom as juniors. So there was some talk of them doing a senior prom this year. And then next year doing a junior and a oh, senior yeah. prom, something like that. So as far as I know, we are not having a prom our district, mm. but one town over is. So I think it, it just varies yeah. like is your whole state ago. I don't know if it's the whole state, but I feel like that's the governor's consensus is for proms and graduations to happen. I know Cranston in particular, all of all areas, the so there's two high schools in Cranston and both of them have come together and said they absolutely want to do a prom and, and graduation. They just don't know how they're going to do it yet, but they it is going to happen. They're just not sure. I mean, they could do it in the fields if it's a nice night and have tents outside. I mean, that's yeah, a possibility. That yeah, I, I feel like that'd be better than going because usually, so junior prom for me was at the Biltmore in downtown Providence, which is nice, but like, you know, it's in a hotel, you know, it's like a, like a wedding. You know what I mean? I always have visions of like the footloose prom where they're like, in <laughs> yeah. like a barn like that, and like, what it was. And yeah, like that'd you be know, so much fun. The senior prom was at the convention center, or maybe it was opposite. Maybe junior prom was convention center, senior prom was a built more. It doesn't matter. Either way, they're just indoor events, right? Yeah, we used to have them like at the Sheridan and the Italian American Club and places yeah. like that. Yeah, um, stuff like that. But I feel like an outdoor prom is actually pretty neat because it's the weather's probably going to be good. You know, if you do outdoor tents, it's kind of fun. That would be so nice. I, I mean, we had Angelina's graduation outdoors last year but they did it like I think July 18th was her actual graduation <laughs> Kitty. yeah he's losing his mind he wants Kitty to be exciting um door and let him go but I absolutely loved it because because our kids are a regional school district mm. they have their graduation at the DCU center in Worcester which is like has nothing to do with our community oh. And it's like cement and there's no place to take pictures. If you're in like downtown Worcester, it, it, in my opinion, it's like the worst. Um, but there was like an issue years ago where it rained and then grandparents ended up like in the gymnasium oh. with screens. And so we just had it like on the football field, like old school. Like when I graduated from high school, we were just on the field and it was, and we got to sit with our graduate because it was social distancing. So it was like Angie and Jay and I, and we had like our own little yeah. spot. It ended up being beautiful. Um, but yeah, Rocco goes back full-time 100% at the end of this month. Oh, So wow. he's full, full-time. I think the 26th, right after, because they're on April break right now. Yeah. So when they go back. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So yeah, I'm sure where graduation is a go and everything, but I don't know about prom, but to get back to what the whole reason why we brought prom up, (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. Um, I am, I peek at them, but I don't love listing prom dresses. And I have a couple that I need to list. I have a wedding gown, a vintage wedding gown that I've had for a year that I've never listed. And I have a prom gown that I listed and it was taken down off Poshmark because I used a stock photo. I've only had a couple of photos that have been taken down um, for using a stock photo on Poshmark, but the prom dress that I listed was removed. And then I just hmm. never relisted it because then the pandemic hit. So was I'll probably the, relist. What type of dress was it? Was a Giovanni dress? Cause I have a Giovanni dress that's been listed for a year and a half and it hasn't moved. So I don't know what to do. I think but. it is Giovanni. It was either Giovanni or what? what's the other big prom dress? Um, I can't even think of it. I used to know all of them because it was like a big thing in high school to know all the big designer. Yeah. Um, Giovanni um, is the one that I always loved. Mm-hmm. But I don't remember um, the other one. And I cannot bring myself to sell Angelina's. And she's like, no. Oh, I still have mine. I have not sold mine, which is awful. I probably should. I don't even think mine would be in style anymore, to be honest with you. I mean, yeah. I mean, Angie's was ridiculously priced. We bought it in Rhode Island too. Uh, at, his boutique or Alex, Alexandra's? So, Alexandra's? Oh no, oh, that's Fall River. That's Fall River. Yeah, it was. It was down there, but that place was beautiful. But um, yeah, something absurd like six hundred dollars. Oh, for- my prom dresses were between four five hundred dollars. Yeah. Not including alterations. Just you know, them. one daughter. I'm like, what the hell? One daughter. They only get one prom at her high school, so I'm like, let's just do it. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I always peek at formal wear, but it's like one of those things. It's a big gamble. Mm, it's just like opinion. storage and beads and blah, blah, blah. And like, a lot of it's custom sizing, which is another thing where I'm like, eh, do I want to really do this? Because I think custom- if you have the right brand and you have something yeah. that is trendy, you could do well. The yard sale that I went to today, they have like this big, she was saying that they do this big dress thing where they just give prom dresses away. They take donations and they give um, they give away three hundred dresses every year. Wow! And um, so it's like through like the women's club a couple yeah. towns over. And I'm like, that is so nice. And I do think I think that there are a lot of organizations like that. Mm. Um, yeah. So I don't know. And I also think that a prom dress is such. I, just speaking from my own experience with my daughter, it was like such a thing to like go and try it on and. It's like the intro to wedding dress shopping. That's basically what it is. I mean, it doesn't have to be such a production. And probably if I had a couple daughters or if it was just like, or if I had a daughter who wasn't into it as much, I might've been a little bit more low key, but we went hard for prom dress. I was the same way. My sister could have cared less. I mean, she cared to an extent, but me, it was like, oh no. Like I bought the prom magazines and I would go through them all and tab the ones that I liked. And then I would go to this place in Cranston called Stefania's Boutique. And that's where like every Cranston girl goes to get their prom dress and hmm. I'd go there and show her. And she's an Italian woman and she knows my grandmother and stuff. And she's a seamstress. I'd be like, I like all of these. And it'd be like this whole big thing, you know? Um, I mean, it was fun, but I draw my mom insane. Yeah, I'm trying to think of my prom dresses. My aunt made my senior prom dress. Ooh. Um, she did a really nice job. I went to, I don't know, I think I went to like three, four proms. I mean, Jay, I dated Jay in high school. So we went to his junior prom, my junior prom, his senior prom. And then by my senior prom, we weren't together. We had a little break. Um, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah but we don't they don't do a junior senior prom at this at my kids district so anyways yeah so I don't know about prom dresses 
Yeah, I, I don't I'm know. probably not picking them up, I guess is the long and short of it. I need to list the one that I have relisted. I need to list the vintage wedding dress that I have. Is that um, the wedding dress you found when you were with Hope? No, that I listed. Okay. That is listed. Um, that's like a designer one. Um, no, I found like a 1950s, like kind of Jackie Kennedy vibe mm-hmm. wedding dress at an estate sale in Worcester. And then I washed it. I like cleaned it. It was a labor of love and I haven't listed it because I wanted Angie to model it for me, but it's been like a year. Yeah. So I'm not good with formal wear. I guess that's why I'm not going to be picking up prom. Yeah. It's definitely a section of the thrift store that I glaze over. I'll like pretend like I'm looking through it, but I'm really not paying attention to what I'm looking through. Um, I'll like look a little bit and I'm like, man, move on. Cause it's not something that I, and especially last year, forget it. I mean, that was just something formal wear was not something that was moving. Right. right. But I feel like if maybe if that is an area that you like to sell in this year, maybe would be a little bit easier to sell the prom yeah. dress, the formal wear and the heels and all that. Like maybe some of that will start coming back in the summer. I don't know. I'm guessing. Um, I think what's interesting is going to be, what are the trends for prom mm-hmm. dresses? Because I feel like when the girls are in school, like at Angelina's school, they have a Facebook page for the prom and you freaking submit your picture and like you are blacklisted if you buy the same dress as somebody else. Like, and so people want to claim their dress and then it's, it's like, honestly, that part. I'm like, so big deal. Girls. Big deal if two people wear the same dress. Like if they're not in your friend group and all of your friends know what you're wearing, so you're not going to be taking pictures with everybody at prom. I think it's a little ridiculous, but um, that's what they do. And I think without being in school this year, I, I don't know like what the styles would be. Yeah. I don't even know where they, cause their everyday style is so different than what it was even five years ago. I mean, just look at what the kids are wearing now. It's completely different. And even two years ago, right? Like everything is. What? I don't think so. I don't know. Around here, I feel like most of the, the teens around here, they like, I don't see a lot of crop. I see some crop tops, but honestly, not that much. I see a lot of oversized baggy. Everything's very baggy in all the girls that I see. Yeah, they're definitely into like oversized sweatshirts and baggy pants. And, but I think it's like that if they're wearing a big hoodie, they're probably wearing leggings with it. And then if they're wearing, Mm. Um, baggy jeans it's likely they might have like a cropped something or just like high-waisted but I don't know I don't know I think the biggest shift has been the jeans like I I've noticed that they've gone from a lot of skinny jeans to just like the baggy um that that's what I've seen Doc Martens are pretty big right now Doc Martens are everywhere I was just gonna say that Doc Martens are everywhere Mm -hmm. I feel like that's all I ever see them wearing Doc Martens and Converse Docs are big. And I think um, like the Air Force Ones are kind of not the thing so much anymore, um, which were huge just a couple of years ago. So I don't know. I feel like subtle things like that have changed. I think the jeans is probably like the biggest transition. And I feel like the kids are really into thrifted style now. Yeah, I don't, that's, they're I mean, into it. even from last year or even go back to 2000, and 19 to now, um, 2019, there were not that many teens in the store. Like if they were there with their parents kind of thing. Now you walk into the thrift store and they are 
everywhere, especially in the weekend, they are everywhere in the thrift store. They're buying an outfit for that night. Like that was not what I did when I was a teenager. If I was going out, we went to the mall and we bought something at the mall and then went back home. And, you know, that was our big thing. No, I think it's a big thing. In fact, when I was talking to Hope about thrifting this week, I'm like, Oh damn! It's, it's school April, vacation. It's April vacation. Yeah. They're gonna be kids freaking everywhere. Like <laughs> they are. That was my because. Uh, yeah, but prime I, example. Ready? In the jean section, there's two girls, probably like 16, 17 years old, looking at jeans. Mm-hmm. I'm like a little behind them, looking at jeans, and they had already gone through the rack, and I was like, "Well, let me just see. Like maybe they left something behind." Two pairs of mother jeans, they had no interest in it. A pair of Madewell jeans, they had no interest in it. I grabbed them. They were grabbing L.L. Bean, um, Ryder jeans, and what was the other one? L.L. Bean, Ryder, and it was like, a, I don't remember the other brand. Because one. they're probably like that mom shape. Yeah, they're oversized, they're baggy, and they don't care about the brand. Yeah. I mean, they all crazy. love Levi's. I know Ange be, be psyched for Levi's, but she does not... She does not look at the brand. It's they don't just even look at American Eagle anymore. Like I felt like even last year, American Eagle was kind of a big thing with the younger crowd, and they're not even looking at that, at that anymore. I just don't think that the American Eagle jeans that they are interested in have hit the thrift stores yet. Like I feel like the skinny jeans and the jeggings and the high waisted stuff, like that, that just has hit hard. Um, like where for a while before skinny jeans were really in, like we were kind of getting sick of seeing all the boot cut jeans. Yeah. And we were craving the high rise skinny jeans. Yep, you're right. And so now I just like, I think American Eagle is selling what kids like. I just don't think it's really hit the thrift store yet. Yeah, this is a good That's point. That's my theory. That's a good theory to have. That's valid. Yeah. I like it. Because I, I mean, I think they still like American Eagle. Yeah. But so like young my, everything's so expensive. If I show something to Angie, that's so expensive. Oh, I did drop like $125 when we went out for Easter. That was interesting. We went into Pack Sun, and oh, Pack Sun um, a cool thing again. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't know that it wasn't if it ever like went out, but that's just where Angie wanted to go because she was looking for like summer stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, now she's in a sorority at college, and they'll have like little like a formal like a party or whatever, yeah. not even a formal. So she was looking for. She got like almost like a tennis skirt. It, the, the prices though, the prices. Oh, I can imagine. I'm paying like $40 for this tiny little like polyester skirt. Like I'm like, what? And I, I was like, I haven't seen Ange and she she's pretty self-sufficient. So I'm like, nope, I want to get it for you. And she's like, I feel bad. I feel bad. I'm like, just get what you want. And yeah. I'm going to study what you're buying because I can find this at the bins for, you know, whatever. But Emma Chamberlain also just had, um, it has a new line at PacSun. Oh, okay. And it was so funny because Angie would look at some of her stuff and she'd be like, oh, this stuff is expensive. I never buy the stuff at the front of the store because it's always expensive. So she was looking like on the sale racks and stuff, which I appreciated. But yeah, I think that's definitely been a little bit of a boom because like now Emma's line is there and there's like a, um, she has a line that is, um, what do I want to say? Unisex. Oh, okay. Gender neutral. So like some sweatpants, some sweatshirts, t-shirts like that, you know, can go, can go for boys or girl, men or women, whatever. So yeah, her line's pretty cute, pretty cash. Interesting. Um, I did notice in Plato's closet that there was a lot of packs on that randomly has popped up over the last couple of weeks. And that makes sense. 
that makes sense. I thought it was so like when I was younger and I was a teenager, Paxom was cool, but it was never really like, it was more of like the skater kids in school liked Paxon. Like that's who wore Paxon. And occasionally like I would dabble in some of the clothes because they were cute, but it wasn't something they used to sell that. Um, oh my God, what was it called? It had the big F on the shirt. I used to wear them all the time. Almost Famous. Was that the name of it? I don't know. Oh. Remember the, it, I don't, I, I don't remember the name of it, but it was like all I ever used to wear and Paxon used to always have it. Oh, interesting. I picture like, you know, the store Zoomies at the mall? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's more like the skateboarder, like a little more of like a grunge element. I think of PacSun as like California girl, like just floral, feminine, some shorts. The boys bought stuff like Rocco got an Adidas t-shirt and Anthony got a Budweiser t-shirt. They were like, buy one, get one half off. So boys um, are so easy. Yeah, they're so easy. I'm like, yeah. Anthony's like, I don't need anything. I'm like, well, Baco's t-shirt is 30 bucks and yours is only going to be 15. So just pick one out because it's half off. So yeah, so that's it. That's all we got this week, guys. When we're in new areas of thrift. Yeah. Oh, there was one thing that we didn't touch upon, but I didn't really do much research on it. YouTube channels that we're binging right now. Um, It doesn't have to be reseller related. What am I binging right now? You know what I'm binging? It's not YouTube. My mom got me into the show, um, Escape to the Chateau. It's on Peacock. Yes, Escape to the Chateau. So good on HGTV. Are you watching yes. it? Oh yes, God. I love them. First of all, I just love their personalities, especially the husband. He's just larger than life and he's an he amazing chef. Oh my gosh. So and it's a couple, they're from London yeah. and they buy a 19th century like beautiful chateau oh yeah like I'm trying to think how many rooms like 35 room yeah it's insane and it is like dilapidated uh they pay like 250,000 pounds for it but like it has no running water it has no electricity and he's an engineer and she's an artist she looks like Rosie the Riveter like Rosie the Riveter she's adorable they have two small children my mom's like if you don't watch this I'm gonna be so I think that's why she just called me the call I missed she was probably checking in to see that I started (laughs) it it. so I started it when I was working on my inventory because it moves slow enough that I can keep it on in the background um but I just got to their wedding so yeah it was it's so good excuse me it is I have to cough it's okay. You can cough, Lori. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's a really good show. I'm a big HGTV girl. So I'm, if I'm binging anything, it's definitely HGTV all day long. Uh, I'm actually really into this um, this guy on YouTube. I found him. I don't know what I, what I was researching that made him pop up on my feed. Um, let me just find the name of his channel. Uh, it's called observe. And he is a guy who knows how to read body language and, um, you know, people's, uh, interactions with others and like their eye contact and almost like, uh, makes you think of like the show, the mentalist almost like he's like really critique. He's not a psychologist, but he just knows how to read people. And it's really interesting. He does a lot of true crime. He does like current events and like he did the Meghan and Harry interview and kind of deep diving into what their body language was saying. Um, but yeah, it's called Observe and I love it. I'll sit there and I'll binge it. It will just be on and I'll be doing whatever I'm doing. But just to like hear the different things that he's saying and you know, when people touch their face this way and if an eyebrow goes up one way, like this is what it could mean. And it's so funny. fascinating. I love that oh. kind of stuff. 
So yeah, I watched. I'm just looking at my most recent YouTube stuff. Finale. Um, <laughs> Colton Underwood is gay. Did you watch that from no. The Bachelor? That Colton came out. No. Do you remember him? Yeah, I um, did. That. Yeah. I watched something on the Menendez brothers last night because it popped oh, up on my YouTube. Um, I watched. I like Carrie Dayton vlogs. Carrie Dayton's really fun. She's like a mid-size body positive vlogger. I enjoy her. Um, and I've been really liking Laura Caldwell. Um, she is one of, I think it's the Sorry Girls. Is that like who she's a part of? Um, but she's like a thrifter. And I've been watching her videos for a little bit of inspiration for my Thrift Across New England series. Because oh, she does like a lot of car hauls, but she's hard goods. Um, but I've been debating whether or not, like when I do my Thrift Across New England, if I'm just going to do hauls in the car, because I'm going to try to go to multiple places per state mm -hmm. instead of doing like big hauls at home. So I've been watching her stuff to just like kind of get an idea of how she's doing stuff. Um, yeah. In terms of resellers, I've binged Lori's channel. I've binged Hope's <laughs> channel. Uh, and then everything else is this other channel called Soft White Underbelly. And this will not be for everyone. But if you like documentary... Uh, like one-on-one -on -one type conversations with people. This guy is a photographer, I believe, and mm -hmm. he finds individuals who typically would never get an interview. So some of it might be uh, triggering for some people. He's met with con artists, sex offenders, um, millionaires, mobsters, like all these people that typically you would never probably hear from and they share their story and how they got to where they are. Uh, and it's just fascinating to hear from people that you may otherwise judge if you just mm. hear the title of what they are. So right. you hear like prostitute, right? For example, and you yeah. automatically assume one thing and then you listen to their story and you're like, oh, huh. okay. you know, or, you know, there was a mobster on there and you actually listen to a story and you're like, oh, or so you, you know, this wasn't really a choice for you. You know, you didn't want to be involved. All these different things. It's just fascinating. Um, some of the stories are really sad and they can be very triggering. So this is why this channel is not for everyone. But for me, who has a psychology background and loves to listen to these kind of things and, you know, understand the mind and the body and everything, soft white underbelly. Very interesting. Good. Yeah, interesting. as you can, as you can, oh, I just went away. Um, all of this is you can't see this, but like that is all of his channel. Like I've been, oh yes, yeah, she's literally been binging. <laughs> binging it. That I, is I so it. funny. But when you find a channel like that that interests you, and I like learning about people and their behaviors, that's just something that I've always enjoyed. Um, when you find a channel that kind of speaks to you like that, you can't help but just keep going, keep going, keep, keep going. going. Yeah, especially when they're interesting. Yeah. So that's it. I don't, I'm sorry to all the resellers out there. I haven't been binging reseller content besides Lori and Hope. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I still do. I still like check in with Jack and Why? But I have to be like, I feel like I need to be in like reseller work mode in order for me to start binging that kind of stuff. So like if I'm- Yeah, I think what happens is I start a lot of videos. Like I'll, I'll start a video and then like whatever, I end up um, getting- distracted and I don't always go back to it you know but I love to just check in with people give them a thumbs up yeah say hello I definitely do that even if I'm not watching it all the way I'm definitely doing the things I got to do to support my friends yes that is a definite thank you of um, course all right that's it maybe I'll film a YouTube video this week who knows maybe at your own pace love yeah I know I'm trying not to think about it 
don't, um, you know, I, I think the worst thing you can do is like put pressure on yourself for it, you know? Not the worst thing. I mean, if it's what you want, I guess a little pressure isn't bad to like yeah. just keep you consistent. I might do it tomorrow. I was thinking about it. Like I'll think tonight what I want to record and then maybe I'll just do like a life update, something simple. Yeah. Well, or you just, you went shopping last night and today and you found yeah. some really, share your spell dress, yeah. you know, that's kind of fun stuff. I, mean, I know you're not a haul girl, but they're fun. Yeah. I, you know what? I've tried to like hauls because um, I try to get a different spin on it. Maybe I'll try to teach people different things. I got to look at it as not just sharing the stuff that I found. And it's more of like sharing the knowledge that I have about the items that I found to then. Encourage but I mean, others. that's kind of, I mean, that's what we all do. Yeah. I but mean, I, mean, I don't think anybody's just like, I got this, I got this, yeah. I got this. I mean, I think most people are like, I found this and, you know, I, I think this should be a good return because of this or this is in season or this is vintage or whatever. I mean, I think everybody's always like teaching a little bit, you know, yeah. but in my brain, I got to think about it that way. That's to make me feel better. Yeah. It makes me feel better if I think about it that way. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I can't help it. It's my teacher brain. It's just how I work. <laughs> well, leave right, that what works for you, love. Yes. All righty. Well, wow. I can't believe we got this in. I, yes. We got I'm it. So proud of us. I'm happy. All right, everybody. I hope you have a wonderful week. We appreciate you tuning in to Thrifters Villa. As always, we will be back next Monday. Uh, have a wonderful week, everybody. Thank you so much. Bye, everyone. Bye. Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode. This is just a reminder that Thrifters Villa's Patreon is officially live. You can find us on patreon.com backslash Thrifters Villa. It is just $5 a month where we're going to offer you bonus content, extra episodes, a free downloadable a month, and live events. So make sure to check us out there and we will see you next week.